Hello, welcome to episode three of Entrepreneur Tangents. This is Gavin Sorensen, your man from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so this show is just a bunch of tangents, not so much of a planned out 20, 30 minute podcast. Uh, kind of just go top of mind, whatever my mind thinks about. So today I had a lot of internal struggles and uh, I know I'm not the only one that has internal struggles. And one of my struggles that I've had uh, this last week is procrastination. Um, and my entire life, I've always identified myself as a procrastinator. And that that's just a person who I, I'm thinking that's, I guess, part of the in-depth thought process is what is the meaning behind it? Why am I procrastinating? Like, what is the fear of me doing what I need to do? Like, why am I not taking action? And one of my um, things that I live by is ideas are worthless without execution. So I'm huge on execution, but I always put it off to the last second to get things done. And uh, just an example, um, I have a client that is really needing me to put together a um, website. I don't build websites, but I have a team that's building a website. And I, I need to take the lead and getting the content out and kind of the vision for the team, but I'm putting in the back burner. But this morning I'm like, dang, it's been a week and I need to get this done. It's like, it's, it's causing the stress. And I think what stress might be is the regret of what we did do yesterday. Right. And that regret is just building up and building up. And then it's leading to the procrastination and stress. So if, regret is um, the accumulation of everything leading to the stress, then man, I just, I need to just do it to get rid of any regret and then my stress will go away. So that's, that's kind of what I was thinking about this morning is why, why do I do it? Why do I identify myself as someone who's a procrastinator? Why can't I identify myself as someone who does it and does it now? Um, and even, it's, it's going back to doing videos, social media, Instagram. Um, one of my uh, businesses, which is uh, that marketing, which I help small businesses with their um, social media management, uh, SEO, and pay-per-click advertising, um, whether it's a local business, national business. So that marketing, um, I put together an, an action plan, right? Those who have hired in the major markets, they have an opportunity to win a trip to either any major city in the United States if they do a certain amount of revenue in November and December, or they get to go to Hawaii or the Bahamas for, um, I think it's six, six day, seven night or seven day, six night. I think that's what it is. Um, so with, with that, I'm kind of given, given them a reason to do more activity. I'm thinking maybe I need to give myself more of a reason, like give myself a prize. And I, and I hardly do that. I don't have an ability of, um, you know, a boss or a, a corporate company other than myself to say, okay, if you do this, you're giving yourself a bonus or if you do this, and that's the normal corporate atmosphere of getting, you get the 
gratification, you get the notoriety of your peers, um, and you get the financial means if you go above and beyond. And how do we do that as an entrepreneur? How do we give ourselves that type of pat on the back of, um, I mean, for me, um, in my past, I've been in banking, just regular basic retail banking, but multiple times I was the top, like, especially, um, when I was a personal banker at a bank called, uh, mid first bank and, um, uh, banker of the year, one year, um, I had, I think four or five straight quarters that I was just the top three best production, and I enjoyed knowing that everyone in the company knew who I was, knew what I was doing. And at the same time, I had the financial benefits of getting increased pay for my production. I had the benefits of, um, I guess I love the pat on the back from everyone. And, oh, great job, Gavin. Great job. I just loved hearing you're doing great. You're doing great. And knowing my work that I'm doing is unnoticed. And a lot of times when we're an entrepreneur, <clears throat> like I'm sitting here at my desk um, and I don't get the notoriety of anyone other than any type of fan base that I have in social media. So that, that made me think I need to build my fan base in my social media to give me the pat on the back that I need it as an entre entrepreneur saying, you're doing some good things. I appreciate you. Thank you for of what you're doing. And to do that, like in this position that I'm in, that means I need to help more people, right? I need to provide more value to people. And the providing the value will then, I think, get that itch that I need. That'll give me the itch of needing some type of recognition as an entrepreneur that I'm doing the right thing. Um, so that, that's just some thoughts. But the procrastination, man, that's something that I've identified with since, um, I guess I can really think back in high school is when I can identify, not so much middle school, but high school. Last minute doing homework right before class, last minute, um, you know, cleaning up the room before guests are over if they're coming in from out of town, uh, just just the procrastination of waiting till the last second and then doing it. But I know, you know, the weeks leading up to needing to do it, I stress about it. And the stress is the regret that I didn't do it the day before. So maybe that's a quote I'll put somewhere, right? That was kind of a natural one. I'll, I'll uh, re-listen to this. And uh, hopefully you guys got a little bit of benefit about that. Um, the other thing that I'm working on right now, just so you're all aware, and I'm, and I'm, defining what it is. Um, I am, I think, going to be taking on the ClickFunnel methodology. And uh, so right now it's October 30th, 2018. Um, and I am sick and tired of how the entire industry of marketing online is setting ever, sending everyone to do a free training and sending everyone to do webinars and opt-in with an email. And why I think it's beyond ridiculous is we all know that email is dead. And there's a lot of metrics that you can utilize with social media and advertising where you don't need to opt-in anymore. 
So I'm putting together and I, I have a couple clients that I'm working with right now that are, and I'm going to utilize it for myself. So I'm putting up some campaigns for myself and I have a software company here that sells software on a national level and they do work here in Phoenix and also another client um, in real estate and another client that's in dental that I'm going to be focusing this new methodology. And there's a few, the few concepts that I want to talk to you about. So cur currently in the ClickFunnels system um, or funnels in general, sales funnels, it always leads people to um, let me get something from you before I give you anything. Instead of the opposite, which I think needs to happen, let me give you value, then maybe you'll give me something, right? Whether it's cash, whether it's attention, whatever it is. Um, so I think it's just backwards. And what that does is it's very off-putting. It allows people, well, I don't know who you are. Why would I give you my email address? Why would I give you my phone number? Why would I give you my contact information? If I don't know who you are, I don't trust you. You don't have any any um, idea of who I am as an individual. You don't know what my needs are. And I don't know who you are as a business. I don't know if I need to buy your products. Uh, so right now, and the other concept, and it's been done for years. We know that if you say free training, it ain't free. You're just going to go through the methodology that if you're if you're gathering my email and you're setting up a webinar, it's, okay, here's why I'm here. I've made a million dollars in revenue this last year, and it works. And here's where I was. Here's why I'm now successful. And you can do this too. Pay me $1,000, then I'll give you value. That's how it is. We're not stupid, but everyone, and this is the, the copycat me uh, methodology in the copycat world that we're in. So one person does it, then everyone's doing it. Doesn't mean that it's working or the best scenario. So I, I definitely have, sorry, I just hit the mic. Didn't know if that hurt your ears. I have a few mentors that, that I look at. Um, Frank, Kern, Grant Cardone, and Gary V. I would say those are my three. And then recently over the past few weeks, it's been, um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Why can't I? And I was Tony Robbins, geez. And I was just listening to him earlier. Those are my main dudes. Like those are the guys that I look towards on what I want to be as a human being, a professional for my family, um, what what I just need to be to have a legacy. And I need to adapt and mold myself. What I am now is not who I'm going to be. And what I was 10 years ago isn't who I am now, right? Our experiences, so the sum of our experiences equals life, right? So all of our experiences will then lead us to who we will be. So the adding of experiences or the multiplying of experiences, well, then if you put it into an equation, then that's your life and that's who you are. So it's your, your environment, it's your relationships, it's your communications, it's, it's good things that's happened to you, it's bad things that's happened to you. So utilizing um, the brain power of people who are successful, and I think that's the wonderful thing about uh, today's age where 
Um, I don't have to read a book, and that's great. I fall asleep when I read books, but I have the ability to see and to emulate what is working with successful people. So videos and audio, like podcasts like these, or videos on a daily basis from mentors that um, provide me the inspiration needed to move forward, right? It can't all be from within. It's got to be from somewhere else. So those are my four main guys. And uh, what I appreciate is um, it's made me think that for the last year and a half, I have been trying to do what everyone else is doing, which means I'm not separating myself, right? Um, and that thought process has made me realize that I need to go back to the drawing board, especially with marketing, because everyone's doing SEO, pay-per-click, social media management. And that's that's where I, I realize that, um, and Frank Kern has really helped me out with this, that there's another way and a better way. And my frustrations and like I've attempted to do click funnels, right? I've attempted to do it and it hasn't been that successful. And one of it is I can have many excuses, but some of the things why I think it's not as successful is um, one, I was very uncertain that uncertainty that I had didn't lead to the confidence that I would let the world know what I was doing, right? Um, I would hide behind ads. I would hide behind um, just a photo with a long description because that's what I was told that I need to do within a click funnel. Then I'd get someone's email address and follow up with five or six emails. Um, but it didn't allow me, and this is, I think, what uh, going back to my story with being at the bank, um, being at the bank allowed me to have um, in being in front of people and getting the notoriety. So it made me realize that I had it backwards where I was trying to get someone's email or money before providing value. And I'm switching it around of providing value, you know, doing and I'm. I'm thinking of a couple different words, and this might be a 30-minute podcast. I'm either going to call it value intent marketing or direct value marketing um, or aquifer marketing. And so currently, the methodology of funnels, click funnels, is you're taking from whatever is above and just use your imagination and think of raining, right? So when I think of a click funnel, I think of it raining. And as it's coming down, and it's raining in the funnel, let's just say the funnel has mesh, okay? It has mesh to it. So there's a possibility that some of the water particles are gonna be coming out from the side, right? They're gonna be coming out from the side, they're gonna fall out of the funnel, but there's a real good chance if you lead them all and you have the target marketing, that they're all gonna come from the center of the funnel, okay? So a mesh funnel, is kind of how I view the current marketing capabilities of people who utilize ClickFunnels for their coaching, consulting, all that good stuff, even physical products. And imagine, and this is how I think of an aquifer. So an aquifer is underneath us, okay? We don't 
know how to really access it until we have the tools and capabilities. But in the aquifer is trillions of gallons of water or whatever type of analogy that you want to use. So imagine it that that aquifer in, in your niche and area might be um, a million gallons of water. It's underneath you. It's there. And you can tap, at it, tap into it at any point that you want. But what we're doing is we're waiting for it to rain to then funnel people in to, um, you know, into buying from us. So if we're waiting for it to rain, you know, if we're not doing the marketing, if we're not paying the money for making it rain, um, if we're doing that, then it's just dry. So like for myself, pure example, um, my businesses have purely been based off of relationships, people that I know, I haven't had to use social media. Um, the word gets out of what I can do for businesses. And the main things that I do for businesses is I get them attention. You know, I help them um, figure out who their audience specifically is. I increase their revenue. I get them more sales, um, conversions. And lastly, I, I let them know how then they can scale it. And my my background is I just took a basic hearing aid business. You know, hearing aid is face to face. Then I realized it could be done online. And in a couple of years, we did $12, $13 million in revenue. Nonprofit revenue, right? But still, it's something that people didn't think could happen, but I figured out how to make it happen. So I'm helping out other businesses, um, you know, go big. That's And that's what I love saying. <laughs> my... Uh, handle on Instagram is go big Gavin. Um, and I usually, I have the thought process and this, this again stems from, and I know I'm doing tangents and this is what my brain does. And this is why I call it entrepreneur tangents. I will go back to the scenario of what I'm doing with aquifer. So when I was at the bank, they had a couple different, um, I guess goals for us. Yeah a couple performance goals and one of the performance goals and metrics that they wanted us to push is credit cards. They, and for credit cards, right, they have an interest of anywhere from 10% to 25% usually. So that makes the bank a lot of money. And that's what they're wanting us to sell is credit cards to as many of the clients as possible of the bank. But they only paid us like five bucks or 10 bucks for a credit card. And if you do so many, it might be $250, but that's nothing. But at the same time in their metrics of, you know, wanting to get new business, they wanted us to bring in deposits. So if I brought in, let's just say a million dollars in deposits, they might pay me $2,000. Or if they had us do loans, then that'll pay me $500 to $1,500, depending on how many loans that I do in a month. So why would I work on selling something that's going to pay me $5 when I could do the same energy and effort on something that's going to pay me $2,000? Do you get that? So no matter what, it was the same activities. I still had to talk to a customer, had to talk about a product, and there was really no difference. They either qualified for it or they didn't. So what do you think that I focused on? Like the bank wanted me to do this, but I'm gonna do what actually works for me. Just the thought process of, um, yeah, just a tangent there. And it just makes me think of go big, right? 
if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go big. And even with the hearing aids that we were selling, um, like don't you don't just need to sell them locally. That could be a product that you sell to everyone in the United States. And I helped another company launch coffee. And so their coffee right now is on Amazon. And um, local shop here in the Phoenix Valley, real good coffee, real, real good coffee. It's called Rude Awakening. So if you want to look it up online, it's called Rude Awakening with Elevate Coffee. So they have a great brand behind it, but they didn't know how they could sell product to the masses. So my team, myself, for uh, took about four months found the sourcing of the coffee, never done this before at all, never done this, but they are like, we need you to do it because they don't know how to do it. So I have a few, there's a few methods, right? You coach someone how to do it or consult with them. So my fees are depending, I don't know, one or $2,000 for that type or doing it, which my fees are up to 15,000 per month. And they're like, okay, do it. So they hired our team to do it. And in a matter of four months, we, got the packaging, we found the source of the coffee, and we got the launch of coffee. Like you go from idea, the inception, right, all the way to the execution of it. So now um, our goals for, for that product to be doing, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars in revenue this first year and probably the next year um, get to a million in revenue. Amazon, they do in K-Cups, they do... Um, Goodness gracious, what was it? About, I think, 11 million in K-Cups per month. Per month. Coffee per quarter is about $140 million per quarter in coffee sales. So you just need a slice of it if you have the right branding and vision behind it. Um, so going back to the aquifer. And so a lot of the the business that I've done is based off relationships. But now I'm, now I'm at the point where, cause I, I didn't like click funnels. I didn't like how it worked. I really couldn't um, spend the ads and then provide the value because I can only work with so many clients at a time. But then now I realize I can actually help out a few hundred people at a time, a few hundred businesses at a time um, by duplicating myself, providing the capability of doing video conferences um, and coaching, consulting that I don't have to do all of the work, right? It's usually the ideas and telling someone what to do. And then if they have the capability of executing it. So, um, yeah. Now, so the click funnel methodology is if you have a, a mesh funnel where you can have the water particles drip from the side and you get a good, a good amount going towards the center, it really focuses on the 5% of people that are looking to do something now. So if, if you are doing a click funnel, you know, you're doing a webinar and you're having to go through your process. And then in the last 10 minutes, you put together your offer and it's 997. And what have you done other than show them that you've made money and that they can do it too? Like what type of value? I have seen some real good ones. I did watch one yesterday and I always watch these funnels just to see what people are doing, see if there's anything different. Um, the funnels themselves, you're not providing the value. Here's, here's the, the thing that really gets me. The current method is to gather people's email addresses. How often do you want to get an email from somebody? 
How often does that happen? For me, never. I never want to get emails from people, ever. So why do you want to capture emails, right? So you can email people when you yourself don't even want an email. What you want is you want, if you if you follow someone, and I gave you four names of people that I really follow, and I consider them, you know, mentors on a distant level. I want to get their content. I want to get their podcasts. I want to get their Instagram stories. I want to get their uh, Instagram posts. That's what I want. I want to get their YouTube videos. That's what I want. That's what I need because I, I see them as people who provide me value for who I am as a person and who I am as a professional. That's what needs to happen. So this whole, this whole thing of, you know, give me your email address, then I'll provide you value is backwards. So that's what, that's what, um, the aquifer methodology, aquifer marketing or, uh, direct value marketing, whatever I'm going to call it, which we'll, we'll figure that out. It's providing the value. And I think this is what the four mentors that I told you, they provide the value first based off of providing the value that allows you the comfortability to buy something from them. Grant Cardone is doing this perfectly. So Grant Cardone, he has an e-commerce store where he's selling lots of things. He's selling events. He's selling, 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 right? And all of these different offers. And he has that capability because he's providing value on shows five days per week. Same thing with Gary Vee. He has his digital marketing company or Vayner Media. And he's cranking out content value on a daily basis. We all know what Gary says. He says it over and over because that's what he believes, which is fine. But that doesn't stop people from buying products from him or wanting to work with him. So imagine if you have the business, and this is why I'm changing up what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing podcasts. I'm, I'm now having the action of doing YouTube videos, uh, Instagram. Um, so you can follow me if you if you just search Gavin Sorensen or Go Big Gavin, uh, you'll be able to find me on all the on all the media. Um, so the change is it doesn't matter how much value I provide, even if I tell you, like if I tell you the exact strategies, more than likely you're still going to want to work with me because I've done it before, and I'd be able to help you implement these strategies. So the strategies of the aquifer. It's underneath you, utilizing the tools at any point. You can utilize a pump to get out of your audience sales. And you do that by not focusing on the rain, waiting for it to rain, that you, you actively provide value before you do any type of selling. You do not provide an offer at all. No offer. It might sound weird, but zero offer. In these videos, in these communications, you do not ask for business. You do not flash. Like I was watching an Instagram story earlier about vital proteins. And it's just vital proteins in the the picture with a link. Like, because we know that they get affiliate marketing or affiliate commissions, right? That's just how it works in the fitness world. Now, it'd be amazing if they, um, instead of just showing the product, they used it. They said they would say why it's good, why they utilize it for for their protein drink and how they make it. Do they utilize it as a smoothie? Do they mix it? Um, how many calories are in it? Those types of things and not just the photo. 
I mean, that's asking for the sale before you provided the value of what does it do? So I think even for myself, and I'll just use myself as, as an example. So what I need to do uh, is let people know, okay, my audience is anyone who is doing advertising specifically with ClickFunnels. I think that's my main, main audience right now. Um, and allowing those people who are trying to get more business, more sales, um, to let them know they don't have to be utilizing ClickFunnels. It's pretty much, it's the past. It's in 2000, you focused on emails. Now you need to focus on building an audience. You need to focus on more Instagram followers, more YouTube followers, and more Facebook followers. To be able to do that, it's, it's the branding, right? You do need to provide valued content. The mass level, and this is what I'm excited about it, is doing it within ads. So even someone like me, as I'm going to, I'm putting together everything right now, the strategies, same with my couple clients, that I will be able to do this with ads. And the current ads, everyone is saying, go to my free training, and I'm gonna be spitting some heat, some knowledge in my videos, and I'm not going to offer anything, nothing. And what this is going to do is separate myself from everybody, which is exciting. So I'll be tapping into to the, you know, not the 5% that are looking to do something now, but I'm going to be there for the 50% that are going to do something within 30 months to, or 30 days to 90 days. That's my sweet spot. Everyone else can compete for everything now. They can compete for that 5% now. And this is exactly in what I feel that Grant Cardone is doing. Um, he does pitch his stuff a lot. I understand that. But 95% of what he's doing is providing value. I feel at least. I mean, that's that's my own personal thoughts and perception. You know, perception is reality. Um, so I implore you, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Instagram, hit me up with a DM. Um whatever it is, but uh, it is going to be the next step within marketing. And I'm telling you this, that the ClickFunnel methodology with gathering an email as an opt-in is dead. If you are building something right now, stop. What I'm telling you to do is to focus on putting value content out there of what you do. Like what are your services? Show, show your audience what you can do and what, what, is needed for them to work with you. So my audience, what you need to do to work with me, and I'm, and I'm, let's just say this is an offer. What you need to do to work with me is just shoot me a DM on Instagram. Shoot me a DM, DM on Instagram. We'll have a conversation with what your business is, what you're looking to accomplish, and see if it's a fit. So straight up, I know like this, the first part is all value. Like everything that I've said is value what you need to be doing for your business going forward. And now it's like a separate video of, well, this would be a separate video of how I can make that happen for you. So how I can make that happen for you is one, I could do it for you. So I could build the campaigns where the value, direct value campaigns can be done. Um, multiple videos that can be put up on all facets of Instagram posts and stories, YouTube videos, 
um, Instagram TV, Facebook videos, and then putting the strategies together of having the value videos and the offer videos. And the people who went, so I'll take it a next step. And this is some more value for you. They, if you're listening 32 minutes in, you deserve to hear this. So I'm just going to let you know. The offer videos are never seen to people unless they absorb a majority of your value video content. Let me repeat that again. Nobody sees your offer videos until they have absorbed a majority of your value video content. And I'm talking ads. In the campaigns within advertising, Facebook, YouTube, and Facebook is Instagram as well. If someone watches 50%, 70%, 80%, 100% of your video, you get those metrics. You can set retargeting campaigns to those who have watched the majority of your content. Then at that point, you can follow up with an offer video. Sounds like something that's so simple, but it's not done. So you could have, so if, let's just say, this is why webinars are needed. You could literally do a webinar with ads. And all you do is you just provide the value of what you think is value in the ads of why you're different, what works, whatever your your myths are, and then you're making them a reality. You can make ad videos of that, then retarget people who have watched a majority, if they've watched a majority of a video, if they've watched 70, 80% of your video, you can retarget them with an offer. It's that simple. Even if it's someone who's doing dental work and they might be watching a video about braces and why they're important. And maybe it's a parent. Should, do I need to get my kids braces? So then you have a dentist that's targeting within a Phoenix Valley, let's say, and he just puts together a video of why braces are important. Here's how they affect, they can affect someone's confidence. They can affect someone's smile. They can affects, affect the health of, of the mouth, right? Whatever it is. Then at that point, if you have a parent that has watched a majority of the video, then you could say, thank you for watching the video. Because you've watched a majority of my video of talking about braces, that means you're probably interested in knowing more. If you do, just give me a call. Contact my office. We'll love to have a consultation with you to see if it's right for you or your kid, whoever it is. That can all be done without getting an email. That's what I'm trying to implore. When you're asking for an email, you're telling people, I'm going to put up this barrier, right? Even <laughs> I don't want to go political, but I'm going to put up this wall. You can't you can't get anything on this side until you agree to give me something, then, then you can get in, right? Pay, pay to play. So that's, man, the, the tangents on this one was great. So um, we're at 35 minutes. I'm going to stop it here. Um, I think, so I moved my office. Uh, my office was downstairs. Um, it is supposed to be a dining room, but I made it to an office. And my dogs are just too loud and annoying all the time. So I moved my computer and I have like this study nook in my bedroom. So it's meant to have um, some chairs in here and, and some fun stuff. But I threw my desk. I just moved all that yesterday so I can actually have some peace and quiet 
so I can do these podcasts more. I have no excuse now. I moved. I'm not in a better, you know, downstairs is a lot better place to be, but um, it's important for me to remove all excuses and to make it happen. So um, that's just another tangent. There you go. I appreciate you listening to episode three of Entrepreneur Tangent. Please follow me on Instagram, Go Big Gavin. You can find me on YouTube, search for Gavin Sorensen. Uh, and also you can find me on Facebook. Um, I would say find me. It's called That Marketing, T-H-A-A-T, Marketing. Uh, so we're a national digital marketing company. Um, and just follow me there. Sometimes I spit some content. Uh, but primarily on Instagram, that's where I feel that my fan base is going to be. But if you are a business, you want to talk more, feel free to uh, hit me up. Just love to chat. And um, hopefully, hopefully this value helped you out. All right. Thanks so much.